Hi everyone, this is Georgiana and this is a new episode of Employer Branding, the Inside Podcast. Today I'm talking to a company in my home country. I'm really happy to be doing this. I haven't done it in quite a while. And the company and the people in the company I'll be talking to are Bogdan, the CEO and the, the founder of Bright Spaces, and his talent culture manager, Iwana. Thank you so much, guys, for talking to me today, for being on this podcast and for sharing your insights into what company culture and leadership best practices are. And before we dive into our questions, I'd like to ask you to maybe each of you introduce yourselves, talk a little bit about your role, about what you do, what you do in the company. Welcome. Thank you for this. I will, I will, I will let Ioana be the first so that after I present myself, I will also present a bit the company. So Ioana, please. Perfect. Uh, I'm Ioana. I'm a people and culture manager at Price Spaces. Um, I've worked in a boutique company for a large corporation as a freelancer and now in a startup. Um, and uh, I'm very glad to, to be here. Um, I'm looking as a talent and culture manager to build along with my colleagues a um, great company to be with. And um, we are learning together to be a team with um, autonomy and responsibility and uh, accountability. Um, so um, I'm uh, happy to be in various spaces. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that Iwana is talking about all of these things with with uh, with ease. And uh, um, the the true fact is that we're trying to be flat, and uh, it's hard. <laughs> so it's, uh, but uh, we definitely need people like like her to to believe in in this and to make things possible. I started mm-hmm. three years ago uh, after around. I think 13 or 14 years of, of uh, um, running my own software development and digital marketing uh, companies. Um, I entered PropTech by mistake. We just won a competition, a, a PropTech hackathon, and we say, okay, said, okay, this is it. This is the moment we should step into the product and away from the services industry. Um, from the first moment, and I think this is relevant to our discussion today, uh, as Ioana said, we we wanted to do things differently when it came to the people involved in our company because we, we, we've made a lot of mistakes in the other companies and we wanted to start over fresh, but also w- with the idea that um, creating a, a team can be an objective by itself for a startup next to the obviously the growth and the revenue and the profitability and, and, and scalability. But growing a team should be something that all the, the companies nowadays should think of uh, as one of the main, main ob- objectives. And I, I hope we will be able to, to share uh, some, some things that we've learned in the last three years here at Bright Spaces. Um, Bogdan, in, in one or two sentences, can you tell us exactly what Bright Spaces does? I think it's a very of interesting course. business model yeah. that you guys are offering. Yes. Uh, very easy to, to say that for a, an extremely traditional and old school industry, which is the real estate, we are creating a digital layer for showcasing and uh, commercializing properties. We started mm-hmm. with office buildings. Now we, we step into the residential 
uh, and we are thinking about industrial and retail, so covering the majority of the commercial real estate spectrum. Uh, and what we are doing is to create the 3D digital twin of that property with all the characteristics on top of that. And you can actually step inside, uh, see different spaces um, uh, with different furnishings and with different amenities and so on. So the idea of bringing the visual into the process uh, is not new, but the idea of creating a new process around the visual, which is now online, is something that we are trying to create. We, we hope that someday we will be seen as a category creator in, in PropTech. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if we if we talk a little bit about, let's say, leadership best practices, okay, and your leadership practices and your involvement, Bogdan, in, in the company culture and in shaping it, would you say that it's important for you to get involved and actually in practice, how involved are you in getting to know your people and in understanding what they need and what they want? Uh, you, you touched one of my biggest fears in one of the first questions, and that is um, what will happen in the moment when I will not know everyone inside the company. Because everything that I did until now, I'm 36, and uh, all the projects that I've been involved to, I always knew all the people uh, that, that I worked with. Because the maximum uh, in, in, in the software develop, development company, we were, I think, 43 or 44. So it was still easy for me to get to know everyone. And now we are almost 30 people. And uh, again, it's easy to interact with everyone. But we already see the moment when we will probably be, I don't know, 150, 200, 300 people. And I won't... Uh, know everyone and that's scary for me because it's a new a totally different and new perspective and process uh, I think it's very important to know your core team I think it's very important to start with uh, everything that you are doing with people that uh, relate to your values and that um, there are some things like for example, Mark Zuckerberg says that he only hires people that he would work for. And I totally relate to that. Um, mm -hmm. Another uh, very, very high level individual said, I'm not sure who, but he said that um, he need to, I think it, it was Steve Jobs. You need to hire people who are way better than you at what they're doing. And again, I totally relate with that. Um, mm -hmm. What I would add now in 2022 and looking at everything that happens around us with i i think we're, we're just on a, on a, on a straight uh, uh, road to um to to success as humanity but we need to go through hell to get there and i think we're living this right now with covid with the war and everything that will happen next and uh hopefully we will still have the smile on our faces after this but um what i think is that on top of what others said about the performance of, of the people. So working for them or uh, if they're way better than you, I think we should also look at, and we are now looking at this, uh, the, the human touch and the, the human values of, of the team. And I think it wouldn't work for Bright Spaces any other way if we um, wouldn't have the values, the common values. Obviously not everything is common but uh the the, the main things should be there mm -hmm. did i did i manage to answer your, your question 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. But and, and I think the next one is actually more suitable for Iwana or Iwana, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm really curious to understand how you guys built your employer brand and which channel you used in, in growing as a company. We are quite active on social media. I would say LinkedIn and Instagram are uh, the ones used by my colleagues, um, <laughs> mostly. Yep. I was wondering uh, the way Georgiana addressed this question is um, uh, it takes into consideration that we did this right from the beginning, but we didn't. So employer branding is something quite new. Actually, it came with it came with Iwana, and before that, I don't know. It was just I think um, uh, I don't know trust, respect. Um, um the will to do some things and we were quite transparent all the time like this is what we want to create uh, if you feel that you can bring something come on board and and let's try to do something together but now as 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 Ioana said we really need to have a proper <laughs> employer branding process because things are getting harder and harder and we're uh, actually competing for the best talent with huge companies right now and, and it's and it's tough mm -hmm. so social media yeah what else uh, i think um, um recommendations yeah um i think the the most valuable thing is um, your employee to be happy at price places and uh, our colleagues i think they are <laughs> And, Let's uh, ask them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had some uh, some awesome results uh, from recommendations, um, mm -hmm. and I think we will to, to do this also in future because um, that means that um, our colleagues um, have the the core values are the same with their recommendations most of the time. Yeah. Um, and that's very important for us, besides experience. And I would I add something. It's one of the most valuable channels through which you can recruit an employee mm -hmm. referral program, be it official or not so official, but this can be really, really valuable to a company. I would also add that uh, seeing uh, Iwana in action and actually not just Iwana, but also all the other colleagues that are involved in, in, in this process because uh, marketing and PR are also quite active in order to to reach the potential okay. candidates. Yeah. Um, I would say that the way they are doing this through, um, I don't know, somehow, I think it's authentic and, and maybe a bit or a lot more humble than uh, all the other companies is what I feel is that we're not looking for mercenaries and we're saying that in, in, in interviews. Ioana is, is, is actually uh, using the true uh, emotional human part quite nice so that when people join our team right now, I would say they're, they're here with their heart. Yeah. Again, we're just 30 people, a, a bit under 30 people. So we, yeah, we But you'll we need get... it in, in scaling, right? You'll need it for scaling, I think. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so I also think that uh, now more than ever, we are looking for fulfillment in our lives and balance. So 
So um, nowadays, candidates are looking at the company's mission, at uh, the impact that the employer is uh, having in the world, um, the morality, the team, the, the vibe in the company, uh, and the, the growth potential and uh, freedom and autonomy of the, of the role. So um, it's important for them to have those information. Um, also, I have the candidate CV. Uh, resume in, uh, in my face, so it's natural and fair for the candidate to also have some info about us. Uh, of course. In order to, to make a good choice for them and for us. I, I do hope you said something about Sorry? So I'm sorry, Georgiana, I was just following up on, on Ioana that she said about the fact that uh, uh, there's a lot of uh, push right now on, on sustainability and, and ESG as a general policy. And we started with ESG in mind right from the beginning and we have our investor support in order to implement a proper ESG policy, even if we're just a startup. And what I hope, I, I'm not sure if this is uh, still one of the criteria from the candidates. I know it's one of, for the investors and clients, but I'm not sure if it's also one for, for the candidates uh, uh, in the on the for the job job openings, but I do hope that in the future they will see this as an advantage, like having an ESG squad as we have that takes on different challenges in order to create a more sustainable company, inclusive yeah. uh, and with a, a better, flatter organization and governance. Um, I hope that we will be able to to push a bit the the, the industry towards that, even even for startups. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are activating in the location business, okay? Let's call it this way. I'm wondering, how does the workplace reflect the culture of a company? Especially in the context of the, of the pandemic, there's been a lot of discussion and a lot of articles have been written on the importance of having a good workplace economy. How do you see things in this regard? Should I or should you? I will start and you, you, okay. you, you will follow. So from the, I will just talk about the economics. Um, and I think we were on the right track from the beginning. As a startup, we went for a co-working space, a team office in a, in a co-working space, meaning that whenever we needed to scale up or down the space, we could do that because the contract was uh, very flexible. Um, we never knew that COVID was coming and that it will change everything. So we were we were in a serviced office right from the beginning when we were five people. Um, now it seems that this was the right um, solution for a company of our size and of, of, um, the, with our dynamics of growth. Uh, we are still in a co-working space in a, a, a dedicated office, in a, in, a, in a service office, in a co-working space. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I, I tend to feel that even from an ESG perspective, from a circular economy and, and sustainability perspective, being uh, somewhere where you share a lot of resources with other companies like you, uh, mm-hmm. but also um, take advantage of the knowledge spillover that happens there, like while... Mm-hmm grabbing lunch or uh, at the coffee corner and so on. When you discuss with other founders of your kind or other 
uh, peers of, 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 of from the other companies i think it's w- way better for, for this kind of stage and what we are seeing is even like in euro let's take just europe where uh, is our target market right now we are seeing that all all new buildings all class a new buildings are starting to have at least 15 to 20 percent serviced offices and growing so it seems that this will be a a more flexible approach towards office leasing and um, so flexible when it comes to the the surface flexible when it comes to the length of the contract will be the Mm -hmm. future we truly believe that and when it comes to how we act as a team, I will let you want to tell you how we act at the office. Okay. Yes, please. Uh, we are working hybrid. Uh, we have an office, but our colleagues choose when and for how long they uh, they want to be in the office. Um, we support flexible and remote work, but we also see value in time spent together. Um, as Bogdan said, in ad hoc meetings and random, random ideas uh, shared in the office, uh, we love this energy and connectivity um, that grows when we are together. So, um, actually, the majority of our team prefers to work uh, from the office, uh, mostly because they want to be with their colleagues and uh, they enjoy each other's presence. Yeah, I, I think it's also because of what we are doing. It's uh, every day is something new that we're mm-hmm. trying to implement with Bright Spaces, and uh, the idea that. You need to be productive, but also creative at the same time. And working in a team um, happens easier at the office. I think we, as, as numbers, maybe this this is important. I think um, somewhere around 80% of the team comes to the office. Um, so around 15 or 20% are um, generally uh, working at home, but from the other, the majority of the team, they don't come um, day, by day. day by day all the time. So they have mm-hmm. around, I think, three days, two, three, four days a week that they come. So um, I, we're now even looking at how to, um, as we grow, to maybe um, have some hybrid office uh, tech in order to to see how we can uh, create the teams very easily. So we're, we're looking at some some solutions because we are not, Brightspace is not doing that, but we're looking at some tech solutions to try to um, better handle this hybrid work. Mm-hmm. Even though right now we don't have any, any issues, but we're still small, so. Okay, and uh, what's your take on recruitment marketing? Do you agree with the fact that traditional recruitment marketing doesn't work anymore and that the future is employer branding? And if so, why? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think employer branding is part of recruitment right now. Um, So, yes, it's it's an important one. And I don't think that uh, you can recruit traditionally uh, with great success anymore. Um, What would... can, can I follow up with a question? Because I am very interested in Iwana's opinion on this. What, what, what do you think is the ratio right now, Iwana, between the like the normal characteristics that people were looking at when they got a job hmm. and the things that we are pushing, for example, as a company, the, the flat organization, the ESG, the 
environment, the creative environment, and so on. Uh, are we at? I don't know. Is is there a tip? Is this a tipping point, maybe, or well, not hope, yet? Or <laughs> I hope that for our target is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but certainly not for everyone. Not for everyone. Yeah, not yet. You know why I asked this question? Because I was thinking about the creator economy. I'm extremely fond of this and I, 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 read, I read everything that I can about it. Sharing economy and the creator economy, like the free, freelancing economy. And what we noticed uh, was that we sometimes want to be too um, strict because we are used to, um, I don't know, working with FTEs, with full-time employees. But some of the best people are already working as creators, like working with three, four companies in a year, uh, bringing their best game for all of those companies. Uh, and that's one part of the, 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 the story. So we need to adapt towards the creator economy as a company. But then again, when we try to be too flexible with other people, it seems that we are... So some people need a lot of, uh, I don't know, uh, structure. structure, yeah, and, and security. Mm -hmm. And uh, so predictability. it's predictability. That's why I ask what, what is the percentage because I don't know right now. I want, as a, as a speech, I want to say that we are in the employer branding era, yeah. but it seems that some of the good people out there still want a stable, long-term um uh, nine to five job and that's okay because they're doing their 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 tasks and so yeah i, I think it's still something organic that that is changing but I, i'm not sure uh when we uh, purely um employer branding and and um getting the right people just because you are who you are I think it depends in the end on, on people's preferences, right? And some people prefer more strict work environments. Some people prefer more relaxed work environments. Some people prefer hybrid. Yeah, I think in, in the end, it's meeting halfway, you know, for all parties involved. And I think that's why transparency in employer branding is important, because it's important to, to be suitable for uh, the candidate. Yeah, yeah. We actually had some some of these cases, right? Mm -hmm. Where um, we we loved the the performance part of the candidate, uh, but the way we are structured and what we could offer was actually not enough for them. And we could have just you know uh, make it prettier and maybe get that person on board, but I mm -hmm. think it would be a disappointment for both parts mm -hmm. in two, three months when they realize that we are not there yet. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Actually, yeah, you can, I think you can prevent a lot of the cultural misfits by actually putting yourself out there as a company and really telling people what you stand for so that they know what they can expect in return. And in my opinion, that's the best thing about employer branding because you only attract people who match you as an organization and as a culture. So, yeah, it's, it's a... a it's yeah, <laughs> obviously. 
Um, I don't know which one of you would like to answer the um, following question. Three key best practices for maintaining or growing a healthy company culture, or at least one good best practice that you guys have seen is working. You start. <laughs> I'm thinking what um, would be the best. I would say listening and trusting the team. Uh, we encourage our colleagues to utilize their needs, their problems, their perspectives. Um, we ask them for solutions and uh, we think that um, they know better than us what would make them happier and uh, what would uh, make their job easier. Yeah. Um, and I think that pretending that the leaders are the only ones with, uh, with answers is not healthy. And uh, our team has great ideas. Uh, and I think that we as a company are greater with uh, their ideas. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, what you want to say, the, the openness. I think the openness would be the, the transparency and authenticity and, and um, listening. Okay, and um, given that we're close to the end of this episode, I was wondering if you can each share something that's been helpful for you in your career so far that's helped you professionally, I don't know, a resource that you guys think is worth sharing. It can be, I don't know, blogs, books, whatever. Together, like reinventing organization by, yeah. by Fred, <laughs> Frederick Laloux. This is this is our our Bible, Bible our work Bible right now. We're okay. actually trying to implement Teal method, which is not easy. Involves full transparency. Mm-hmm. It involves uh, full self management. Uh, no hierarchy, no control. So it's hard because we are coming from a not just an industry, but a country and the culture where um, the hierarchy was important and still is. And, and the power and control. Yeah, the power and control. So it's it's a challenge, mm-hmm. but this would be the best possible resource. We're actually giving it for every new peop- new person that is joining and yeah. not only like even collaborate clients and right. we're trying to spread the word because we, we truly believe in this and we, we feel it will happen in the next I don't know tens of years uh, but we mm-hmm. need to, to, to be there hopefully, hopefully earlier, hopefully maybe, earlier. Yeah. at least for some of us you know. <laughs> you'd be surprised how much this, this culture is present also in, in Western Europe and in companies that claim they are not hierarchy oriented, are not power oriented. That's this is very much present everywhere. I think it's it's something everyone should be fighting one way or another. So yeah, hopefully it will it will it will happen sooner rather than later. Let's be healed. Yes, indeed. Okay, guys, it was really nice talking to you today. Really very useful insights in leadership and company culture. Thank you so much for talking to me and um, good luck with everything. Thank you. Our pleasure. This was Employer Branding, the Insight Podcast. You can find our podcasts on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and content on employer branding related themes on employerbranding.tech. Until the next time, stay tuned. Bye.